We acknowledge that Spruce Grove Public Library sits on Treaty 6 territory and expresses gratitude and respect for the land we use with the pledge that this organization will actively work to end systematic racism, continue to participate in truth and reconciliation, and partner with our neighbors First Nations, Alexander Cree, Alexis Nakota Sioux, Enoch Cree, and Paul, to improve indigenous programming, services, and resources in our community. We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. Listeners, we are back for another fantastic episode of Behind the Stacks. What's our topic for this episode, Courtney? It is our anniversary! I'm so excited! We are one years old. Yay! We're just still babies! We're just little! <laughs> Happy year, belief, belief, birthday, you with a thing from another world, you! But we've come so far and done so many amazing things. We have, and we've been through so much. When we started this, COVID was, yeah, everyone was still like, oh, what's happening? And here we are a year later and everyone's still like, what's happening? <laughs> just want to say it. I still feel like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to have a lot of fun today celebrating our one year in the podcast world. But we're going to start off with... What you reading? Or watching. Or listening. Or playing. Well, last episode, I hung my head in shame having not read any books. But I've made up for that today, Courtney. <gasps> I have three books today. I'm almost at your level. Yay! Almost. (laughs) Almost. You are the queen. The first one is called Will I See by Erin Leslie. These are all graphic novels. I love it. So uh, Will I See is about a girl called May. She's a teenager and she's just walking across the city. It could be any city in Canada. And she keeps finding keepsakes in different places along her journey. Earrings, a necklace, headband. She takes them home to her cookum, which is her grandmother. And she suggests that they make all the keepsakes into a necklace for her to wear. And when they've done that, she goes to go to work the next day. And she gets abducted by a mysterious guy. You don't know his name. It's just a really disturbing drawing. It's in bright red. The rest of the book is very dark. And this man's in red. And he has this horrible smile on his face. And he takes her to an abandoned place and attempts to assault her. The keepsakes round her neck, it turns out, were things that women had dropped when they'd been assaulted by different men. So it kind of takes on a bit of a fantasy element in that the power of these women who've been assaulted before her kind of pushes her to fight against him and she's able to get away. She returns home and talks about what happened. They decide that instead of a necklace, they should have a ceremony to bless these different 
items help to kind of free the tortured and pained memories that these women have had to, you know, endure. I really, really liked it. It was very powerful and it leads into the next book I read, which is called Uneducation Volume 1, A Residential School Graphic Novel by Jason Eaglespeaker. And I found both of these books on our Indigenous display here at the library. Uneducation, the chilling chronicles of a family's exploitation in the North American residential slash boarding school system. And reading uh, more into this book, it began as a grassroots fundraiser. So he created it and did kind of a GoFundMe to get it published. And now it's um, used in school curriculums, universities, treatment correction centres, healing initiatives. It's like a worldwide phenomenon. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The book itself, it looks kind of like a textbook. Inside, it's, it's a graphic novel. Again, it's, it's very disturbing. And there's articles from different politicians in Canada's history about uh, killing the Indian inside the child. Again, it was, it was hard to read, but I'm so glad I read it. I learned a lot of things that I really hadn't known about. Just finding out details about particular people and the stories. It was just really powerful. Both of those I read in quick succession. I was feeling quite drained. So my third book was much more light-hearted. It's called Success is 90% Spite by Jane Zai. I feel like I could get on board with that. I think you would love that book. (laughs) So (laughs) it's from the viral webcomic The Pigeon Gazette. And the description is success is 90% spite is a reminder that there's nothing you can't achieve through hard work, persistence, and really wanting to prove someone else wrong. It's a collection of webcomics. did find one of my favorites just to read on the air. I do think this is a book you'd really enjoy. I feel like this is my spirit animal. <laughs> I believe the author's Japanese. But she was um, born in the US. So it also talks about a lot of the cultural challenges with her parents. Uh, this is one of my favourites, so so the first caption is her saying, Ugh, I didn't do anything this weekend. And suddenly there's a big flash of light, and this piece of paper appears and says, That's not true, Mama. You made me. She says, Who are you? Big close-up, kind of... Um... <laughs> like Chibi Sparkles? Yeah, Chibi Sparkles. <laughs> there we go. And it says, I'm credit card debt. And there's a big heart. It says, Thanks to you, I grew big and strong. <laughs> I like the tear. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's some like manga illustrations along with just kind of general webcomic drawings, and it's so funny. That's just one of them, and every page. Is this our book? Yeah, this, oh, this is our gosh. book. Okay, it's, when you're done, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's about being um, awkward, having anxiety, oh, dating. Is there um, adulting in there? Uh, trying to adult. Uh, trying to adult. Yeah. Oh my god. And um, her fighting with her little brother, who's, oh. they're both grown up, and the mum's just like, oh, you two drive me insane. So, so much to relate to. I'm like, why, why do they keep writing books about us? I don't know. Absolutely love it. And yes, you can definitely read it after me. Um, Sky was actually the one who recommended it to me. So mm. It's going through the whole library stuff. It is. Because I feel we're all kind of scraping through adulting, a lot of us. Yes, absolutely. Now, huh. I'm not done. what i was about to say like thank you for coming simone now you can (laughs) i still have tv to talk about (gasps) yes please it's called brand new cherry flavor about this young woman who goes to hollywood with this short film that she's made and she shows it to a producer 
who's like, wow, this is amazing. You're going to be you know, a star. This is so good. And she's like, yeah, I, I want this into a movie, but I want to be directing it. And he's like, yeah, of course, of course. And of course, she gets like screwed over. He get, has someone else directing it. And he's just like, you know, sorry, toots, that's Hollywood. So she finds this random woman who lives in this dilapidated mansion that's covered in vines and flowers who says, I can put a curse on him for you. And she's like, yes, please. And so that's how it begins. And then it goes down this insane rabbit hole. I don't think anyone could predict like what happens in the episodes. It's so weird. You've heard of David Cronenberg, right? Canadian film director? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, David Cronenberg. <laughs> Maybe our audience hasn't either, so I don't feel totally bad. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't heard of David, <laughs> um, he directed The Fly, uh, I can't think of any other movie he directed, but he's done lots. And he does a lot of stuff that's about kind of body horror. So like mutating bodies and hands. Like there's one called Videodrome where this guy has a video cassette in his stomach. So this has a lot of that kind of stuff in it. I don't think he's involved with the show, but it's the payment she has to make for the um, hexing is the woman makes her vomit up kittens. So every now and then, during an episode, she'll just suddenly fall to the floor and start gagging and choking, and a white kitten will just come out of her mouth. Like, <laughs> cute or disgusted? It's, it's a bit of both, because you're like, oh, it's a kitten, but then you're like, this woman just gave birth to it out of her mouth. And then she's like, I don't want to be puking up kittens anymore, so the, I guess, kind of like um, mystical witch lady creates another way for her to release the kittens and it's far more graphic and far more disturbing and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into any more. You have to watch it to find out. It's graphic and disturbing. <laughs> but it just made me go like, oh my lord, did they really do that? Uh, and there's zombies in it and random eyeballs, gore, drugs. It's it's like dreams that I've had when I've had a really bad flu and I've had too much NyQuil. Yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah, that's what the whole series feels like. So it was really strange, but it was excellent as well. I mean, really good story. Very funny, very dark, very disgusting. So if you don't like any kind of graphic body, I guess body horror is, is the only way I can describe it. It's probably a name for the genre. If you don't like that, then you probably want to give it a miss. But I really enjoyed it. I loved all your picks. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, okay. I'm worn out. I'm done. Oh, they're so good. Oh, my gosh. I was like, tell us more. <laughs> Good picks. Oh Thank my gosh. You. Thank you. And I am no short of picks as well. And you actually reminded me of some ones that I didn't put on the list. I'm like, oh yeah, I watched oh, good. that. So I do have a little extra one here. But let's get right into this one. because <laughs> So this month was a bunch of firsts for me. So mm -hmm. last episode I talked about a video game, mm. which I did take a solid break for and then went, you ain't gonna play again. So I started Yay. playing it again. Good. <laughs> I also tried something else. And you might be proud of me for this. An audiobook. Ooh. I tried one. Okay. And, and what did you think? I liked it. It was good. I was listening to it on my drive home, so instead of singing Disney songs, I now listen to audiobooks, which is fine. Yes. Um, this was recommended to me by a colleague, and I've read the book. It's The Firekeeper's Daughter. Mm -hmm. So I read that book before, and she was like, the audiobook is so good, because they do such a great job of pronouncing all the indigenous, um, like, the language that they use and everything like that. And I was mm -hmm. like... Okay, because I'm probably pronouncing it wrong in my head. So it was great to hear that. Mm -hmm. uh, the voice actress was really well done. 
I have another audiobook that I've just started that I can't wait to tell you about. But we'll get into some more some books first because I'm okay, all over the place. Okay. Oh, I'm this so is excited. great. I'm excited. Right. Uh, so the first one book I'm going to talk about because we'll come back to the audiobooks is called Earthlings by Sayaka Murata. Have you read this book? I haven't, but I remember you mentioning her before. Yes. I think. Yes. So she's the one that wrote that convenience store woman book. Oh, yes. Did you get a chance to read that one? I haven't read that one yet either. It's okay. That, that one's really short and it was really good. So I'm only going to say three things about this book and okay. this might fit in with your theme of like weird oh, TV good. and weirdness. Okay. So like I mentioned, it's the same author as convenience store woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book is short, but goes from about 10 to 100 insanely quick. So don't feel like nothing happens in the short amount of time. And I swear, this is like my biggest, um, <laughs> my biggest warning for everybody is don't let the cover with a cute little hedgehog on it fool you. Cute little hedgehog? There's a cute little hedgehog oh. on it. And I'm like, oh, adorable. No, okay, it's I'm a trap. Gonna... I don't want to spoil it because I don't want to say anything more. But let's just say there's like a lot of violence. There's cults. There's there's everything. Anything you could want. There's there's creepy teachers. There's are, hedge, are hedgehogs involved? No. Well, kind of. It's a little alien. <laughs> So it looks like a hedgehog? But it's, yeah, it's a little stuffy that she thinks is a hedgehog. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, you look at that and you think, oh, cute. That is so cute. It's like a little squishy. But it, like, talks to her and tells her to do things for the alien race that she thinks that she's part of. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, this sounds amazing. Yes. It's, like I said, it was good. And I was reading other people's reviews and everyone's, like, highly questioning the author's sanity, which I'm like, that's even better. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Right? But course i was attracted to it (laughs) weird um i also read daughter of smoke and bone by leanne taylor Mm -hmm. um so it's an older book it's like 2011 so Mm -hmm. i kind of missed the (laughs) go about on that it's supposed to be a trilogy so i've only read the first book Mm -hmm. and i really like it i'm like i gotta get the second one i think it's on my whole shelf right now ya fantasy like very heavy fantasy um about a girl who worked for a magical being which was her only family. She worked for this magical individual, mm-hmm. but has always questioned about her life and herself. And then a really big incident happens and she becomes curious to find out about herself and her life. And she wants to, she's on this quest to find herself. I'm like, excellent. Yeah. And then there's a surprising twist. So that I didn't even see coming. So, you know, I'm like, Oh, you didn't see it coming. Yeah. You're usually good at that. It wasn't even, yeah. Usually I can figure these things out, mm-hmm. but it just kind of came out of left field. And I'm like, all right, that's a really good one. I highly recommend it. And I will continue to talk about the series a smidge of it because I can't really talk much about the third because it spoils the whole series. Okay. But highly recommend starting that series, The Thief by Megan Whelan-Turner. It's a YA book. I think I found it in her juvenile section. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cause some, some library said it was teen. And then I looked and I'm like, it's in the juvenile section. Um, and it attracted me because it was supposed to be about like kind of ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sweet beans. Like I love retellings, all that good stuff. I'm going to just say right out, it wasn't my favorite. I think there is more books continuing. I don't think I'm going to pursue it. It was kind of like, eh. I know it was just starting things off, like getting everyone's like story going. So it's basically about um, a magus who wants to find this ancient treasure. So he, air quote, hires the king's thief who is currently in the prison for trying to steal something and he's all boasty about it. But allegedly he's like, the best Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just didn't i was like okay it didn't leave you really hanging much to want more it was just like okie dokie oh you're kind of like i'm done okay and then i thought like ancient greece i'm like oh they're gonna get like all the gods and goddesses and it's gonna be like this you know mortals versus a mortal thing i think i might have hyped myself too much 
that one is that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I read What White People Can Do Next from Allyship to Coalition by Emma DeBeery. <laughs> She's the author of Don't Touch My Hair. I'm not sure if you've read that book either. I haven't. Oh, my movies are kind of like your books. Like, yes. You've not heard of them and I've not heard of these. Oh, sorry, I just feel like I've got to ask just so I'm not like one man showing this conversation. <laughs> so it's best known for uh, white people looking for perspectives on the best way we can effectively dismantle white supremacy and the institutions connected to it. Ooh. Yes. Well, that's definitely something worthwhile. Right? So it was really good. I like that she also kind of was on the same lines of just saying you're an ally is not enough. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just be like, I'm an ally. Yay. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and everyone's like, no. Mm-hmm. you got to put action to just, yay. So I really like that. She had some great tips. I can read you a really inspiring quote here. My fear is that much of the anti-racist literature is an iteration of the same process of maintaining and reaffirming whiteness. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I was for thought. So that was a great read. Yeah, like I said, good tips on how things to think about. Like, I thought, like that one was a great one. Mm-hmm. I hope to continue to read more stuff from her because she's amazing. I believe she's Irish. Because I think I saw a webinar with her and she's got like this brilliant Irish accent. And I'm like, yes. Even better, she's Irish. Yes. I read Catherine House by Elizabeth Thompson. So I like this one because it was very dark academia, which right away I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. So here's... What happens at Catherine House? During your three years at Catherine House, you will have no contact with those in the outside world. Each of our students has been selected as someone who belongs here. You will give to Catherine, and Catherine will give to you. That's creepy. Very. We will not let each other down. Isn't like culty? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, ooh. Weird codependent culty. Right? I'm like, yes. So that definitely, <laughs> that was a good one. Just finished the marrow thieves have you i i think unless i'm like ooh, i've read that you can assume i haven't read these okay i'll but just I keep pretending to. you're not <laughs> someone's not here while i talk about all the books that i've <laughs> i am i am putting them in my head and the ones you've talked about in previous episodes too so the marrow thieves by sheree dimeline great story um it's a survival story set in canada where recruiters harvest the bone marrow of indigenous people so they do so to serve a non-indigenous clientele that have lost the ability to dream. So basically I'm like, white people can't dream, but indigenous people still can. So they're stealing, they're grabbing them, taking their bone marrow and giving it to people so they can dream. I was like, holy, that went, but that was good. I believe it's a YA too. Audiobook, Carry On by Rainbow Rowell. And I believe uh, she's the author of like Eleanor and Park, Fangirl. Very good at like LGBTQ plus stories. This one is kind of my dream. Basically... It's like a Harry Potter fan fiction. Well, let's just say Harry and Draco are love interests. Oh my god. I know. I was like, <gasps> like every time I listen to this, I'm like, hey. <laughs> but basically same thing, except for it's Simon Snow is the chosen one in this magical world. And I just love that the, the like, notorious villain is called a humdrum. Humdrum. It's very, very British. Like, oh my goodness. I that's, think you would love this. That's fantastic. It is so humdrum. good. Oh my gosh. Like, and his, like, the Draco is Baz. Like, it's just, his full name is something incredibly long and amazing. And he's a vampire. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's everything that Harry Potter couldn't be. Like, I swear. It just hits all those, like, all those things. And you're like, oh my god. I'm just smiling. It is for adults. Um, So be prepared for a lot of F-bombs. Okay. As soon as I listen to it, I'm like, oh, what's what's the radio? Basically adult Harry Potter okay. with what? LGBTQ. Oh my god. Yeah. Just reading all the books I want to read. Yes. So I, I highly recommend that one. That one I was just like, yes. 
so excited. I don't even know how I came upon it. I think I was just like, you know, you always go to like, okay, what's like Harry Potter, but that's not Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I came upon this one. And the weird part was we didn't have any like book copies. We only had an audiobook or an ebook. So I was just like, well, I'm on my journey for audiobooks, so why not? Let's go. <laughs> what a great way to start. Let's go with that. Yes. I, I, I'll just give it to you when I'm done. Okay. Here, here you go. And then I just started reading, like, last night, uh, Son of a Trickster by Eden Robinson. Not read it. It's a trilogy. Like, I've just started. It's because I know Return of the Trickster, which is the last one. I keep seeing it in, like, chapters everywhere. And I was like, what's that? Oh, good. I almost pulled a Courtney and read the third one. I was going to say, did you read the first one first? Almost. And then I was like, wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> wait, a, wait a stupid minute. Hang on. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, nope. See, there's two more before. <laughs> so... That's where I'm at right now. Let's read in that bad boy. Amazing list. I'll talk about my, my show that I watch next time because I've already talked enough about shows. You got all the shows covered. Finally, on to our next segment. Housekeeping. I feel like we need rapid fire housekeeping. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a quick housekeeping because the fact that I actually read books this time made the other section go on. That's okay. So. It's well worth it. I'm so happy. <laughs> you read so much and watched so much good stuff. I'm like, I gotta write this down. I read a book. <laughs> um, Yay! <laughs> SGPL is still open, but there are mask mandates and social distancing as per the restrictions by Alberta government at this time. We are still offering curbside pickup for those who prefer that option. We are open from Tuesdays to Sundays, closed on Mondays for now, and we will be operating at 30% capacity, so I believe that's up to 100 people can be yes. in the library, okay, including staff. Yes. Yes. As always, you know, if you're not feeling well, then please stay home, get better, go to our website and download our audiobooks and ebooks and all the wonderful things we have as e-resources. So whether you can pop in or you're at home, we've got you covered. Next, we wrapped up. Alberta Culture Days this weekend. So we had, oh, we had art workshops, we had writing workshops, we had some famous Indigenous hoop dancers come and it was it was so much fun. I think we all had such a blast. And thank you very much everyone who's participated and attended. We hope you guys had fun. A quick shout out to the Walking Book Club. It's still happening. That program is still going with the amazing Teresa. So come on down to the library on a Wednesday at 10 a.m. Get some exercise. Mm-hmm. The ball leaves are there. That's it's beautiful outside. So pretty. Oh, and talk about books or don't talk about books. Come and just chat with Teresa and have an amazing time. Virtual programs will be resuming. Pokemon Club, Cyber Tales, Minecraft Mania, Virtual Ride On. I'll just mention going back to restrictions. They are going to be having an impact on delivery of programs. Obviously, the virtual ones will be online, but. Some of the programs unfortunately had to cancel due to restrictions at this time are the Baby Toddler Program, which is run through APFA. SGPL No School Fridays have been cancelled until further notice. Personally, I'm sad to say the Tech Tank is temporarily closed. We opened for a week. It was amazing. We had about 70 people over those few days. We will be opening again. Things get under control. Hopefully we'll be giving you good news of reopening in the future. Dial a Story! Yes! It's so good! Yes, Dial a Story is really, really great. Basically, instead of coming to the library to listen to stories, story time, you can do it from the comfort of wherever you are on your phone. So there are different stories every two weeks for young children, teens, youth, adults. Each story is around five minutes long and they are read by 
me and other staff members, uh, local authors. Let's um, get you the phone number for that. There's currently four stories on there, I believe. The number is 587-853-4554. And one more time, it is. (laughs) 587-853-4554. We're awesome. (laughs) As a a wonderful tie-in to Orange Shirt Day on September 30th, we currently have a story which I believe is number four on the list, read by Diane Mealy. It's called... How Creator Helped the Animals to Help the Humans. It's a wonderful story. I was honoured to be able to edit and add some music. You know, her voice is just mesmerising. We have some uh, different stories coming up over the next few weeks. Local writer Greg Turlock recorded a couple for us. It's supernatural, a bit of romance. So it's quite a variety. And of course, we have kids' favourites. Between Diane's storytelling and your editing, it was just like, boom, <laughs> I love it. Yay. Good job. Thank you. Talking circles. So yeah, those are still taking place. We are outside. Uh, we had one last week. It was wonderful. Had some nibbles. We sat around and talked and it was so such great timing because of Orange Shirt Day, which ties into the next item <laughs> on the docket. Mm-hmm. September 30th, the library will be closed for the National Truth and Reconciliation Day. And we have an Orange Shirt Day uh, contest going on as well. You can find it all on our website. Under the Indigenous tab, I've got a Orange Shirt Day. I believe I just talked a little bit about it last time. Uh, so we do have coloring sheets that people can color and then return to us. And they'll be entered into a draw for a Orange Shirt and for the book. So not a bad prize. Uh, the only thing I changed on there was the full list of events that are happening in the area. So I have a full list there of uh, things that are going on in kind of the surrounding areas. Uh, the second page does go into a little bit about like things you can do just like you personal, like wearing your pins and other things that are happening uh, all over Alberta. Like there are some virtual events because of COVID. So yeah, that's, a I think, a pretty good resource to start if you're just wondering, well, what's, what's that all about? Now off to... What's happening in Spruce Grove? September 30th is Orange Shirt Day. I believe I mentioned before that I put some events on the website. You did. Yep, the Orange Shirt Day website. Kind of going through a bunch of things that are happening in our area. So like Stony Plains got an amazing thing. Some virtual ones. Mm -hmm. Like there is one at McEwen. And Tana Devon is always doing spectacular things. Oh, they have a complete schedule. So they've got like a full day of events. Yeah, Devon. So at devon.ca. Yep, go to devon.ca. List of events there. They've got National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Tons of events. That's excellent. Well done, Devon. Yeah, they're not too far from here. I think 20 minutes. Yeah, it's not too far. Yeah, so you can head over there. Edmonton's going to light up the high-level bridge orange. But you can view the complete list on our website under the Indigenous tab. Just click Orange Shirt Day. And it's all there for everybody. You've probably seen the signs everywhere. You really can't miss them. The municipal election is just around the corner. The election day is October 18th. We are going to be having a display here at the library with information on the candidates, books, and exclusive bookmarks with information about the election. So come by the library and learn about why it's so important to libraries, this election, and of course, why it's so important for you to vote. Refugee Welcome Space, the Parkland Wellness Center. I just found this out like a couple weeks ago and I've made friends there, so I'm super happy. But we now have a Refugee Welcome Space. That is so cool. Yay! So it's a safe space to find support and make connections, develop relationships, and learn. Um, You can visit them online at 
parklandwellnesscenter.com. And also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash parklandwellness. Yes, so check them out. Hopefully in the future we can partner with them. Fingers crossed. I mean, because of COVID, we're all just, but we're looking for that too. Before we go, we want to celebrate our theme of today, our one year anniversary. I mean, it was actually technically on September 3rd. That's that right. We had our first episode, but it's the month. That's right. We're celebrating the month of the beginning of Behind the Stacks. After one full year of recording podcasts, we are going to discuss what we've learned during that time. We have learned some things. Also, revisit our first podcast with a few clips that are probably quite cringeworthy now, but they'll be funny, so that's okay. So what we've learned. What we've learned. I took a quick listen, and yeah. (laughs) Needless to say. But let's go back to what I have learned. Yes, what have you learned, Courtney, in this year of podcasting? Podcasting and COVID and everything. Everything. All the things. Oh, that's a loaded question. What have I learned? I have learned... I think when I first started podcasting, I was super nervous. I'm not sure about yourself. Were you Mm -hmm. super nervous? Oh, I was. And I'm feeling now, after a year of just hearing myself talk, being okay to make the yum, 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 yum mistakes and just going with it not being like oh my gosh why did i say that why did i do that Mm -hmm. and with the comfort knowing that your master editing skills will erase all my stupidity (laughs) my goodness and make me sound so smart i'm like oh yeah that's not awesome and not saying all right as much we were talking about that you don't say all right as much i was listening out for it i think that was like a nervous word like you know you go oh Mm -hmm. it was my it was my nervous word was all right my ums it was just more positive like I pretend I know what I'm doing, but I really don't. I'm so nervous inside. So yeah, I'd say I'm a little bit more confident with this. But how about yourself? I'm sure you have learned lots too. Well, I have. I've learned that just pressing record, talking, and then doing a bit of editing for bumps and things does not a good podcast make. What? It does not? No. There's a lot more to it than just... Sitting there, pressing record, talking, and then cutting out ums and ers and spaces. That has been quite the journey for me. And it's been, you've done a brilliant job. Well, like, thank you. Audacity really saved me. The way you could just get rid of the background noise. The first thing I was using, Mavavi, I was so stubborn. Just, this is what I'm going to use. This works fine. And no, <laughs> it's echoes and bumps and all kinds of sounds like it's so distracting so yeah that has been one of my biggest lessons is though editing software can look really scary i mean i'm sure there is lots of software that is actually really scary but audacity it looks terrifying but it's not actually that bad you just have to take a deep breath and go go inside and try it because it is your friend it still looks terrifying to me after seeing it for a year now almost every time you pull it up i'm like oh what is that we should also thank our listeners who have made this happen because without people listening and downloading and tuning in, we'd be nothing. Well, there'd be no point. No. So, yes, thank you to our listeners and our listeners around the world. You know, there's um, Korea and Russia, Germany, Singapore, England, of course. Thank you to all my peeps back there. Thanks, Emma and your dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Emma. <laughs> you rock. Washington, D.C., Really? Yeah, we've had 22 listeners this month 
from Washington. So I'm not sure. Oh, maybe no. Mr. Biden, if you're listening, you know, if you ever want to be a guest on the show, just send us an email. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, things that I've learned, I, I write quite a bit. I've learned that I speak funny. What? <laughs> you do not speak funny. I do. Wow. I, well, I say, and, and then I say, so I've edited so many ands and so's. I can make a whole episode 45 minutes long of just me saying, and... So, no. and I sometimes sound like a scullery maid when I'm very <laughs> excited. I'm like, oh, that's great! And I think, oh god, I sound like an old crone. Oh, you're so hard on yourself. Like, what is the riddle? Uh, I've learned that people say um and er so often. It's it's amazing. You don't even realize when you're talking. It's only when you're listening back how many times we say um and er in a day. And that's a rare treat you have there because as I'm talking, even like you know, out there, there's. Hopefully, no recording device going like, I gotcha. Now I'm going to play this back. Like, our library's not tapped. So, <laughs> I hope this isn't like the office and there's someone like, oh. <laughs> yeah. hello. Hi, people. All our shenanigans. Oh, maybe that's how Washington's listening to us. It oh, gosh. Tapped. Oh, no. Is it like FBI, CIA? Yeah. People there? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the CIA is listening. <laughs> Big shout out. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Um, you can hear saliva. Oh. It sounds like sometimes water. Now I'm like self-conscious. I'm like, that's me. No, it's fine. Everyone does it. You don't even notice it. And then you hear this kind of... And it's like, oh, that's someone swallowing or... Too much spit in their mouth. Too much spit. And they try to just keep talking. Mm-hmm. So they're swallowing. We learned a lot about each other. Yeah. It feels like every episode we're like, really? Yeah. And then we slowly move Seriously? away. <laughs> getting further away from each other like okay yes i i do feel like i know you a lot better since we started doing this that's been really great oh another thing always hit the record button and double check it (laughs) all your lessons i'm like yes if you remember when we recorded what was it about half an hour yeah and then we hadn't even pressed record did i not scream in pure agony about that Mm -hmm. because it was like no And you're just like, oh. (laughs) Always check your mic and speakers. Always check your Zoom. You might think you sound great, and then when you get the audio track, it's like, hi, this is Courtney. Hey, this is Simone. I'm in a tunnel. Under the earth. So the USB cord fell out? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, the USB cord. That was so funny, because you're just like, "Uh, oh. No, it's turned off. (laughs) Oh, good fun. Issa, a few I thought were quite applicable to us. Find out how to say hard to pronounce authors' names and random words before you start recording. I think that's something we need to do. I need to do, because I <laughs> read too many books and I'm like, and it's by... Oh no, I'm sorry. Yes. You read a lot of authors that have unusual last names. I do. And no. it's not their fault. It's my fault. No. I should really YouTube and Google. I mean, and then the one that I did Google, and I was like, okay, I've got it. I've got it. And then it came down to recording, and I was like, yum, yum, yum. This one is advice to all those would-be podcasters out there as well. Don't hit the table. You're going to hear this recording? Don't hit it. Do you already hit it? I did. I did hit it. I hit it. Twice already. I haven't figured out yet if there is even a way to get rid of a bump if someone's already talking in the bumps kind of behind them. I'm sure there is some snazzy way, but that's a bit beyond my comprehension right now. 
So just don't hit it, and then you don't have that problem. Oh, if we just get so passionate, I feel like we might have to like tie my hands behind my back or something the next time we record, or else sit on them. Just like don't turn because I'm very hand wavy mm-hmm. when I talk. I think the biggest thing I'd learned is to talk about things that you're really interested and excited about. There's enough things that are hard work in life. This shouldn't be one of them. I think it comes across as well that you're talking about something you don't really care about. And who wants to listen to that? Have some passion in what you do. That is my big takeaway from what I've learned. What's been some of your favourite moments? Oh, well, we even just had another one that triggered another one is when the links don't work. That's, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Every time, because we put everything in the script to help us guide us through our episodes. And when it just doesn't work, you just can't, especially when you catch it recording, you're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this just happened that we were going to talk about a program that was happening and it worked a couple of days ago. And we tried it now and it was 4.04, not found. And on one of our earlier episodes, Tech Time was a segment and we were talking about Hoopla or Overdrive, one of those. And I was going through all the steps and then it's like, and then you click here and clicked and nothing came up. Yeah, we're like, whoops, okay, don't do what we just told yeah, you to don't do. don't do that because you won't get anywhere because it doesn't work. I guess that goes back to always double checking. Yes. And we've had some amazing guests. Yes, I love our special guests. They kind of just make our, our episode sparkle because mm-hmm. I don't think anyone wants to listen to 100 plus or 20 some <laughs> episodes a year of just us talking. And that would probably probably go off so far. Mm-hmm. They bring the flavor in the life for sure. They really do. A big thank you to all our guests. You're all welcome back anytime. Even Brittany. Yeah, even Brittany. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no animosity there <laughs> love you Brittany favourite memories I really like it when we talk about the differences between Canada and the UK that's always really fun I loved the Easter one where you said <laughs> how you got mad at your parents because the Easter bunny was wearing the same clothes <laughs> I was like liars <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think everybody has like an extensive wardrobe of different clothing? I figure he was loaded. Like, <laughs> rolling around, giving the chocolate to everybody around the world, he's got to have some mad stacks. This is a walk-in closet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or just even like you at school, like, just the differences in that was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Easter. Oh, my gosh. Your terrifying pictures from Easter. Oh, yeah. The creepy Easter bunny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare fuel, that is. So many laughs. It's been so fun to um, be on this journey with all our listeners. And thank you for sticking with us. Because I know listening to some of those old episodes, it was a little bumpy. So while we're talking about how we sound amazing now, let's listen to how we sounded in our first episode. All right, well, Simone, we've made it. We're really doing this. I know. They gave us the freedom and they put us in this closet. Yes, it's a very nice closet. It's so liberating. I'm so glad to be here. Comfy chairs, bright lights. Yeah, can't complain, can't complain. So to kick things off, we are going to start by introducing ourselves. My name is Courtney. My name is Simone. We were in that little room. Yeah, we were in like a little broom closet. Well, let's just say we moved around like three or four times. (laughs) We did. Different sound systems, like we were over there even. Mm -hmm. And then we were in the conference space there. And then we were in Danielle's old office. Mm -hmm. But this seems to be a place where it really works. (laughs) And we tried to make it work with Zoom, like that was an adventure when we were all remote. (laughs) Yes. Yes, some of those sounded like we were maybe in a tunnel underwater. 
we got it all figured out now, so prepare for next year's and more episodes because yes. they're just going to be that much more amazing. Yes, next year is just going to blow your mind. Yeah. Also, next month, we have a very special guest for our spooky Halloween episode. She has a very successful podcast that has, I think, around 5 million listeners. She took time out of her incredibly busy schedule to do an interview with Behind the Stacks. So I'm not going to tell you <laughs> who this podcaster is or, or what the show is called. Can't wait for that. So yes, we've got a lot to look forward to coming up. We thank you for listening to this episode and celebrating our anniversary with us. If you would like to be a special guest, or if you have any questions, concerns, or any great episode ideas... You can send them to us at behindthestacks at sgpl.ca. One more thing. <laughs> We've just been talking about terribly dubbed shows from Japan, Korea. So I'm just going to do this in my best terribly dubbed voice. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode of Behind the Stacks. Bye. Bye.